Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are looking at a dramatic finish to the regular season for PBR teams. Brady Olson putting the bow on a big home turf win for the Texas Rattlers. This team goes three for three during Rattler days on their own turf. And that was just one of the huge headlines we're going to get to this week. Welcome to PBR Now. Welcome to the Cowboy Channel Studios in the beautiful stockyards of Fort Worth, Texas. We are so glad you're with us. I'm Fanchon Stinger alongside Luke Hoffman. And Luke, let's dive right in because we have so much to talk about. It is hard to believe the regular season is over. It flew by, but, I mean, <laughs> in the process of it flying by, we saw some amazing rides, and, and we saw the same excitement, the same neck-and-neck -neck competition as the inaugural season last year. Yeah, let's start with the re-ride. Talking about the Texas Rattlers, they are now 6-0 in the first two seasons inside Dickey's Arena. What a huge accomplishment for this team. Yeah, it's it's an accolade to win a single regular season event, but it, it's it's that much sweeter when you can win your homestand. And for these guys to do it two years in a row, you know, last year they had that perfect 5-for-5 five five game, uh, one of their two that they would do. But really leaning on all of these guys, you know, the new face, Trace Red, that we saw there. But Brady Olson, who was the event MVP, really shined in all three games. And then it came down to extra outs at yes, the end of the did. game between Kansas City to find out who would win that ultimate event. And Brady, he shined like a star. Yeah, and speaking of those extra outs, by the way, this is the first time this season the extra outs went to two rounds, all coming down to Brady Olsen. He made the eight. I actually got a chance to watch with him as Kansas City bucked off their second round goal. That sealed the win for the Rattlers. Here's Brady Olsen after watching Kansas City buck off. You got the ride. How does it feel? Feels great. What does this mean for your team? What's that? What does this mean for your team? In it's everything. We've been looking for it, you know, all year we've got one and we expected to have a lot more, so it's great. All right, on to the finals. Yeah, thank you. All right, so this team now focused, Luke, really on the finals. They've been riding pretty well. They've got the momentum at the perfect time to really turn it into something championship weekend. Yeah, picking up their second event of the regular season, and what that did is that slid them third place in the overall yeah. standing. So they're the number three seed. Uh, they'll be the high mark seed going into the first round of competition on Friday night. So that means they'll be matched up against the Missouri Thunder, the number eight seed. So it really gives them an advantage yeah. uh, going into Vegas. Uh, and, you know, hats off to Kansas City as well for another great weekend. It yes. was down to that second round of extra outs there and uh, they've got a second they've got a number two seed and a bye for the first night of competition. I was gonna say Kansas City really brought it during Rattler days I had a chance to talk to their captain Marcus Mass of course he's dealing with an injury he's out but he said this team has hit a special kind of momentum he's there he's with the team he's coaching them he's encouraging them so you've got your number three right there Texas Rattlers Austin number one Kansas City number two let's talk a little bit about the Oklahoma Freedom. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma, they, they had their struggles all season long, but to, to end the season 14 and 14 and bring in the likes of Caden Bunch, you know, kind of 
halfway through the season. Bring in Grayson Cole, who's got two 90-plus point rides in the last two regular season events. Though They're the number four seed, so yeah. they're going to have a, a really good placement. They'll be going up against the Nashville Stampede in the first night of competition, so that's going to be a good, be good a little rematch yes. from last year in Vegas. So it'll be interesting to watch the first night in full. Let's talk about the other race that was settled this past weekend, the MVP race. This came down to this young man. He has taken the PBR League by storm. Casio Diaz has fought through some injury. He had a chance to snatch that MVP title away from Jose Dietrich but Fleming. Yeah, and you can't take anything away from Casio. What he has accomplished in his first season of PBR teams is it's unprecedented. I mean, I would put him parallel right there with that man, Jose. Absolutely. But, you know, hats off to Jose putting in the work and going all season long and being just a couple rides ahead of Cassio Diaz and winning his second consecutive MVP regular season. And I want to say he did that after taking a very hard hit first night of competition. He was knocked out. We didn't know if he was going to come back. He came back the next night and rode and then capped off the weekend by getting that title. So congratulations to all of those bull riders who made the top five in the MVP race. Congratulations to Jose and to Cassio. All right, we've got a lot more to talk about, and we have a treat for you coming up next. As you know, the Austin Gamblers are the number one team closing out the regular season. The bracket is now set. We're going to break down the bracket coming up. We're also going to take you behind the shoots with none other than the Gamblers head coach, Michael Gaffney. Stay with us. Open the all-new PBR app now. Before each ride, click Ride or Wreck. Join the live experience from the home screen. Choose if you think it'll be a ride or wreck and see how you fare. Earn points based on the result. After each ride, submit your fan score. Earn points when you correctly predict the judges' scores. At the end of the night, we'll announce the fans' ride of the night based on your score. All within the PBR app. No cigar. that gets the Gamblers the title. Dos Santos on the board right for Austin and one step closer to being crowned regular season champs. Well, you can mark it. It is official. The Austin Gamblers finishing the regular season 19-9 and with the best record in the league. The Gamblers are your regular season champions for the second season in a row. And you can bet now that is, oh no, not enough for this team. This team has said from day one from the draft, it is about the championship this season. So let's step behind the shoots right now with Austin Gambler head coach Michael Gaffney. Coach, first of all, from Luke and I, we are so excited to see you. Welcome back to PVR Now. Oh, hi, guys. Hey, thanks for having <laughs> me today. It's a, it's a pleasure. I hadn't seen you fancy in quite a while and then walked outside the, the perf on uh, Sunday and there you were. So we got yeah. a chance to chat a little bit. So well, now second time in just a few days. So. Yeah, such a treat. And thank you so much because when I saw you outside the arena on Sunday after the big win, the celebration in the locker room, I could tell coach a lot was lifted off of you in that moment. But again, you're not finished yet. We're not, we're not in the, the moniker that uh, JJ had labeled us uh, first day of the season was unfinished business. And, and, and I like that. And it was just something that the boys and I have lived with uh, this, this season and, and, you know, going in and having the disappointment uh, at the finals last year uh, and not to come away with, with the buckle was, was a, was a big, a big disappointment for all of us, ourselves, as well as the other teams other than Nashville. And so uh, we, uh, we feel like we've got something to go back and prove 
The last several weeks, which you guys know, have been just disappointing. We've uh, we've come down off a lot of bulls, and 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 quite frankly, some of the some of the wins we've had have been just with one qualified score. So uh, at the end of the day, we all know this: we've got to ride more bulls. And it's so important to be riding those bulls in Vegas, Gaffney. As you know, you talked about last year and and the expectation for this year, but. Talk about recapping the season as a whole. You know, the last couple of weeks have kind of been touch and go. But overall, I mean, you guys had a phenomenal season. I mean, undefeated for the first four weeks of competition, won four regular season events. I mean, that is the fuel to, to get those guys fired up when you get into T-Mobile come next week, right? And, and absolutely, you, you nailed it. And I think if we go back in contrast to, to the beginning of our inaugural season last year in Cheyenne, we, we really, really were disappointed uh, walking out of the arena there. And so uh, to ignite our fire right from the get-go this year and, and one event, two events, you know, on down the list and, and have, you know, four event wins was, was phenomenal. And, I, and, I, and I'm jumping around here a little bit, but I reminded the guys in the locker room on Sunday afternoon, um, uh, even though we won the regular season, they were really disappointed. Uh, Jose, obviously, you know, coming down uh, to – you know, not clinch his last ride, but obviously clinching the MVP. So there was some disappointment in that room, but I tried to remind them of, of the successes we had. And it wasn't very long ago that we had those successes and a lot of them, quite frankly. So I, uh, you know, this, this business is so brutal. I, I say it over and over again. And you can go from champ to chump in this business so quickly. So uh, really enjoy those wins and, uh, don't t- don't forget about what we accomplished, you know, early on throughout the season as well as throughout the midseason. You know, Coach, I want to kind of go back to the conversation you and I had because I want to invite our viewers in to kind of get to know you personally a little bit more. You are one of the best bull riders in this sport. So as you're as a coach in that role, you are feeling so many different emotions. Yes, it's coach. We can hear you on the sidelines where you're saying, ride him, ride him, ride him. We feel that. But I also watch you a lot after the rides, especially when Jose went down, when your guys are hurt, when they're struggling, you take that on in such a personal way. Most people would not understand that just watching on the outside. Talk a little bit about how much you love these guys and how that's playing into your preparation for them and with them moving into championship weekend. Well, absolutely, Fanchon. And because of being in the trenches at one time, you know, in my career over and over again throughout the years, you know, not retiring until I was almost 36. So I lived it. I breathed it. Um, lots and lots of surgeries, obviously, like so many of the other coaches. You know, we, we've all been there and done that. And, and I think the biggest change, and, and all, everybody out there who has children will, will understand this, that, you know, you don't really understand true vulnerability, right, until you have your own children. And, and I think if I went back um, and never had kids and I'm, and I'm coaching, I'd feel differently about these kids. I mean, they're kids. I mean, you look at Jose, 26, 27, you know, Court, McFadden, 19. I mean, they're, they're truly just, they're just young, young adults. And, and I, I'm, I'm fearful for, for them. Well, Coach, you're, you and your team have definitely earned the position you're sitting in right now. We cannot wait to watch the Austin Gamblers go all in on championship weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Fancy. You're welcome. All right, still to come, another big moment in PBR history, the celebration for Silvano Alves. We're going to also talk bull power, and you're going to see the rankest rides of the week. We'll be right back. 
world's top pool riders are teaming up and going head-to-head -head for the ultimate title of champions. October 20th through 22nd at T-Mobile Arena. Get your tickets now at AXS.com. Be a part of history and witness one team walk away with it all. All right, let's talk about our Kubota Weekend Warrior. Just a huge celebration for Silvano Alves, who with this ride became Mr. 500 loop, posting his 500th ride in the PBR. Yeah, the three-time world champion becoming only one, the fourth man to ever record more than 500 rides in PBR premier competition. I, you know, me getting to watch him since he came <laughs> to the United States yes. in 2010, it, it's, it's so awesome to see him come full circle yeah. and be a part of the organization for the last 13 solid years. And mind you, Savannah Alves has made $6 million riding bulls. It was a dream that he had. He is the definition of the American dream. And with it comes such grace and humility that he exudes as a major example of this sport. I wanna tell you guys about this picture because you're about to hear from commissioner of the PBR, Sean Gleason, about his relationship with Savannah. But first, I showed Silvano this picture, and fun fact, as soon as I showed him this picture, this was shortly after he took on the PBR, you talked about him coming into the league in 2010. He was able to tell me the year this picture was taken. It was 2011, January 24th in Indianapolis, Indiana. I was so excited to meet the talk of the PBR at that time. And he also talked to me about the context of this picture and what it means in terms of the longevity of his career. Listen. No, he's... <laughs> Long time, <laughs> you know, it's hard for say some words, you know, but I'm very happy I'll consist in still in the top and guys in PBR and consist to ride my each bull every week, you know, just to stay focused just for jump for jump and day by day. When you hit that eight seconds, 500th ride, what went through your mind? Well, I remember my, when I'm a kid or when I stepped my first ride bull here in the United States, you know, my dream come. You have contributed so much to this sport from the very beginning, winning three championships. What is your message to the young bull riders coming up who are hoping to do what you've done? Well, just um, to believe yourself, still humble, and pray every day, and uh, head up, and never give up, and still work hard. You had a lot of emotion with Silvano Alves the other night. Actually, it almost got me emotional um, because you said you love that guy. And he has brought so much to the sport. Three world titles. Um, he has a coaching, I think, role on the National Stampede as well as a bull ride. I, I have loved Silvano since the day he got here. Um, and, you know, we've had our ups and downs over the years. But particularly in the last six years or so, you know, he and I got to know each other fairly well. And I talked to him a lot. And... Um, and to see him reinvented with Justin McBride's two leaps, like, I'm getting choked up, like, 500 rides. And, that, and Silvano was in the waning years of his career. And then to get that 500th ride and to see him ride, literally, I, I can't remember when he got bucked off in this season. And, and up until the team's format, I can't remember when he rode a lot. And so to see him become back to the form of three-time world, three world champion. I just love it, I love it. And he is blue blood PBR and can't say enough good things about that man. There's so much about this sport that we all love. That just epitomizes the deep love and devotion to PBR bull riding. Let's talk about some more bull riding because we have the rankest rides of the weekend. We want to start with number four, Luke. And this is a ride that had everyone talking. He, he is the most, uh, 
He's the most exciting rider to watch on the Arizona Ridge Riders yes. right now, really since he started this season. Nick Tetz from Calgary, Alberta, is, is the most amazing rider going right now for the Ridge Riders. And, and in fact, the matter is, without Luciano DeCastro, they need Nick Tetz right yes, now. And, and he's he's just put up so many of these great rides, and I think he's going to continue to do so yeah. when we get to Vegas. Nick Tetz, the Canadian Championship, he is going to carry this team into Championship Weekend. And we have... Grayson Cole with the Kansas City team. Uh, Grayson actually really, I should say Oklahoma, excuse me, but really sparking a lot of excitement when this team needs it. Yeah, he was a last minute add-on to the team. You know, they dealt with some injuries. They had to trade with Chase Outlaw, and uh, they were short a few guys. They brought on Grayson Cole. Grayson Cole just qualified to his first PBR World Finals. We saw him come up through the Velocity Tour earlier in 2023, but this is his second consecutive 90-plus point qualified ride in a week. He's uh, doing a great job, and I think he's another guy that's going to be pivotal when we get to T-Mobile next yeah. week as well. Let's talk about another 90-point ride. Eduardo Aparecido, what he brings to the Arizona team. This was a milestone ride for this veteran on Sunday. His first 90-point ride this season. It's the 15th 90-point ride in his career, though. Yeah, Fast Eddie, he kind of lays under the radar. He, he just quietly continues to qualify for World Finals, makes championship rounds. You know, he's one of the top performing riders of all the teams. You know, yeah. he's consistently in MVP races, but this is this is Eduardo. I mean, he brings that veteran cool to a young Arizona Ridge Riders team. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we saw what they did last year on the final day of competition of the team's championship. And I think, you know, if Arizona makes it to that final day, Eduardo is going to be right there in the mix with them. You can see it there. He's so excited. He's in his sweet spot for sure. And Sage Kimsey, this past weekend, he reminded us all of why he is the number one draft pick of 2023. Of course, we've watched him struggle. He has not been able to ride as much as he would have liked because of injury. But Sage Kimsey, I think he sent a message. He's back and he's ready to go after it. And I've got a hunch. I, I have a feeling that this is by design. You know, Sage Kimsey spent the majority of the season healing up and getting ready because it all comes down to Vegas. That's so right. I think maybe he and Jerome Davis had a plan <laughs> to, uh, to strategize and make sure that Sage was healthy and ready. And I mean, you know, we saw him really come back and uh, show out in Greensboro at their home event. Then we went on to Glendale. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Sage is going to be a very star-studded uh, athlete to look out for for I the MVP so. title race in Vegas. I noticed he had the scripture, uh, John 15, 13, in the back of his head. I looked it up. You guys should look it up. It gives you some insight into his focus and what he sees as his role on this team. So we have a lot more still to come. Coming up next, we're going to break down the championship bracket. You're definitely going to want to see that. And we have everything you need to know about a very special PBR broadcast. We'll be right back. Cowboy Up, podcast on. Step into the world of Western lifestyle, fashion, and bull riding on the PBR Podcast Network.
the best of the best from Rattler Days. Now all eyes right here. We are headed to Las Vegas. We do hope you'll join us for the team's championship weekend. That goes down October 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd. Here is a look at your championship bracket. And Luke, when we take a look at this first round, it gets started right away, and two teams will not advance past this night. Yeah, I mean, it's an it's an elimination round each night, Friday and Saturday, ultimately. And uh, we talked about the bye that Kansas City and Austin have, but that last chance game that's at the bottom, that'll be the last game that's played on Friday and Saturday in the first two rounds. Uh, that's interesting, and that's unique to Vegas. That's yes. unique to the championship. So. Those three teams that lose those first three games on Friday night and on Saturday, they'll get pulled together in a last chance game for one of those much eluded yes. and much valuable spots <laughs> in the following day's performance. So, you know, eight teams start out in the first night, then it'll be six, and then finally yeah. to four and on it's, Sunday. It's kind of like a reset. Like, all eight teams are starting, because last year, you'll remember, Nashville came in at number eight. They went all the way to the top, took the championship. So, really, anything can happen starting night one. Yeah, the, the regular season standings, just seed these these eight teams, That's you know, it. for yep. over the over the three days of competition. So it's yeah, it's anybody's ball game. So it's hard to guess, you know, who's going to be hot, who's who's not going to be. But Nashville, you know, they they were the team to beat last year. That's right. So again, all eyes on Vegas. You know, every week we keep you up to date on what's happening in the league. But in case you missed any of the action, there is something very special coming up this weekend. You do not want to miss the Road to the Championship special. It is going to air this weekend. You see the time right there, the 15th, 3 p.m. Eastern, all of the best from this regular season, leading us in to this weekend, championship weekend at T-Mobile Arena, starting October 20th, 10 p.m. Eastern, October 21st, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, both of those nights, and then Sunday, championship Sunday, it's going to go down at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Network. We are so excited about how this season is going to end. Who is going to win? It's, it's anybody's <laughs> game. I mean, you, you see the teams that struggle towards the, you know, the, the end of the season or the teams that really excel. It, it's anybody's game. That's, yeah. that's what's so exciting about it. And what's so fun is every single team wants it. They can smell it. They can feel it. And they are preparing for it. So don't miss any of the action. That is a wrap for this week, though. Next week, of course, we're going to preview the championship weekend. We'll have much more from Commissioner Sean Gleason and some of the bull riders. You do not want to miss that. For now, though, for myself, for Luke Coffin, and our entire PBR Now team, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week.